You're listening to Let's Chop It Up with Zaz. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> hey! Ah! Uh, you ready? No ceaseless you. Hey! All right, this is Let's Chop It Up with Zaz, and today we got a special guest, a master in the craft, you know what I'm saying? Master Ace is here with us today, blessing our presence. What's going on, my brother? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on Chop It Up. Definitely, definitely. We appreciate appreciate you coming by, man, and, you know, representing, man. So, So tell me, Master Ace, what you've been doing lately, man? Well, I've been, you know, because we're in a quarantine, obviously, and pandemic and all of that, I haven't been doing any shows. I haven't done a show since uh, since February, since February of, of, of last year. So I've been focusing my, on, my, on, my, on, my, on some writing projects that I've been working on. Nice. Uh, one, one is a hip hop musical that's kind of like loosely based on a few of my albums and um, very loosely based on. And then um, I'm writing a, 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 I wrote a pilot for a TV series and I'm continuing to work on that. Um, and I'm still, you know, in the studio with Marco Polo working on an uh, upcoming project for, for, for 2021. Oh, At yeah. some point, we're going to get that, we're going to get that going. That was an amazing project, the first one, man. Yeah, thank you. Marco killed it. I said, Master Ace just, just came back around and smacked everybody. Man, brother, you killed that job, man. Thank you. And what was it with, you know, there was like speculation that that was going to be like your last album. Um, when the I heard, Marco? Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, nah, Master ain't leaving that alone. So well, clarify that. Yeah, well, when I did Disposable Arts in 2001, in my mind, that was going to be my last album. Um, I didn't expect to get the type of reaction to that album that I got. Just overwhelming um, fan support around the world. And because of that one album, um, it kind of set me on a path to continuing to do music. I realized that there was actually people out there who cared what I was doing, who liked what I was doing. And sometimes in this industry, you can you can reach a point where you just feel like nobody's paying attention, nobody's listening, nobody's into what you're doing, and it's a waste of time and energy. So being that I dropped that album in 01 and saw what the, how the fans reacted, I said, okay. And, and, and so when that album came out, the company that was distributing it, they went out of business one month after the album dropped. So I really felt like kind of short-changed. So I was like, man, I can't. I can't go out on that note, like with the, you know, people didn't really get the hit, like enough people didn't know about this album. So I'm going to do one more. And the one more was Long Hot Summer. I said, I'm going to do Long Hot Summer. And in that way, when people hear Long Hot Summer, they'll find out that it was a story connected to a previous album. And then maybe people will go back and actually get Disposable Arts. Because um, Disposable Arts is really my swan song. It's really my, my, my way to say, all right, this is it. You know, no regrets. It's done appreciate it um and so after i did a long hot summer 
I said, I, I still had the energy to rhyme. I still wanted to rhyme. I feel like I could still make music. I said, well, I'll focus on uh, special projects. That's what I was calling them, special projects. And nice. the first special project was the project with uh, EMC, my group EMC. And we dropped. And then after, the, after that, the next special project um, was with Ed OG. I did an album with Ed OG, yeah. A- A&E. And then nice. after A&E, after A&E, I did a, a special project with MF Doom. Uh, um, Yvonne. Yvonne, rest in peace, rest in peace, Doom, M.A. Doom, son of Yvonne, which I kind of viewed as a special project at the time because it was all of Doom beats. It's my first time ever rhyming over just one producer's production. And so, but but really, when you really listen to the M.A. Doom album, it really sounds like a solo record. And so at that point, I was like, wow, um, I guess I'm not done because I've been touring. You know, it was like, it, it basically... It had been 18 or 17 years straight of touring off of these albums. And um, it didn't make sense to, to to walk away at that point. So I never really revisited that thought of last album ever since uh, Long Hot Summer. That was, that, was the, that was the last time that I really said, okay, yeah, this is it right here. After this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang it up. Not going to do no more solo albums. Because so, obviously after M.A. Doom, Son of Yvonne, then I dropped The Fallen Season and then The Project with Marco Polo. So... Um, it's really the fans. That that that's why I'm still rocking. It's the fans. The fans show overwhelming appreciation and love for the projects, and they come out to the shows. And so that's why I keep going. Man, we love you, brother. Man, you have no idea that the, the you know Brooklyn Masada, Masala. Yeah, Masala. I yeah. love that song, man. That Thank song you. is amazing. And the way you did that, that that was actually another label that went out, right? The label that you was on with, yeah, that one? studio distribution. Yeah, that one. Went they, out. they 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 hung around at least for a year or so. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did go out of business as well, though. You're right. Yeah, but uh, that Yvonne with uh, the M A Doom joint that was actually yeah. going to be a mixtape for you, right? It was. It was just supposed to be a media. I was going to throw it out for free. Just yeah. I was going to spit over a couple of Doom instrumentals and just throw it out to the fans for free. Fat and, Beach um, was like, nah, man, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you, this can't be free. Like, what are you doing? That's like, what I said. I was like, what? This is going to be crazy. I mean, that was the era where everybody was just dropping free mixtapes left yeah. and right. And so, you know, but but I will say this. I wasn't planning on writing the type of songs that I ended up writing. I was just going to be just spitting, just spitting, you know. That was the plan. I'm just going to just say some some rhymes. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm ill, I'm nice, you know, braggadocia type stuff. But once Fat Beat stepped to the table with an offer of a of a real budget and everything, I said, well, we're going to do this, then I got to go in and write some songs about something. Like, this album has to be about something. And so then I, I dedicated it to, to the memory of my moms. Yes. Now, was MF Doom involved? Like, so involved? he, all those beats, just about all of them, I think maybe except for two, all those beats had, had been previously uh, there were instrumentals that were previously released on his instrumental um, yeah. albums. He did like a, I don't know how many CDs it was, like a four or five CD set. Had to be like 60 something, 70 something. But every beat that he ever put out, yeah. If whether it was for other people or for himself, he just put all the instrumentals out and sold them, you know, through, through, a, through a distributor. And so when I got my hands on a few of the instrumentals, I just started getting some ideas for for songs. I started writing to the to the instrumentals, and 
it wasn't until I was about a, a, about a year into writing the joints and recording joints that he and I had a show together at the Montreux Jazz Festival in Europe. And um, at that point, I was using social media to kind of tell people that I was working on this, like Twitter. I was telling people on Twitter and just like kind of like teasing it, letting people know that something was coming. Um, and so by the time I saw him at the show at, at, at the Montreux Jazz Festival, he had already heard about it because it was already swirling around. And so I said, yo, after the show, I want to come come by the room and let you hear, hear, hear what I got. And after the show went back, played them. I probably played them eight songs. M most of the rep songs that I had, I played them. Uh, and he was like, "Yo, this is dope." And yeah. then I said, "Yo, if you if you if you don't mind, I'd love to have you on a on a song or on you know feature on a joint." He said, "Sure, I'm down. I'll do it." And that was really the extent of his involvement. You know, um, he put the instrumentals out. I got my hands on them and started. He gave me, he did give me a couple of instrumentals that weren't previously released. Um, I, 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 could, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head the names of the beats, but one or two of those beats from that, from that album were joints that he hadn't put out yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I wasn't, yeah, you're right. Because there was a couple of uh, beats on there that was like, they weren't familiar. Yeah, it was one. Okay. It, was, it was either one or two. I feel like I, I feel like I did it. Might have been one. My song, I did it. I did a video for. I think that was one of them. And I'm not sure if "Home Sweet Home" was one. I, I don't think "Home Sweet Home" was because I feel like I heard that Doom beat before. But it was one other beat, maybe. Yeah, yeah I gotta, I gotta listen to it again. <laughs> I was rocking yeah. that like, like crazy, man. So, so tell me something, Master. From your cold chilling days till now, with the symphony, you were part of that song. Yeah. That was an amazing song. For you to still be around to this day, how does that feel? I mean, really, it's a testament to the fans more than anything. Um, and I should say the fans worldwide, because if if it had been for if I had to only rely on the fans here in the United States, I probably would have been done twenty years ago. To be honest with you, because you know the U.S. is really here. We really focus on what's on the radio, what's commercially available, what's getting the most airplay, the most spins, um, and essentially, if you're not on the radio, you're not on your videos on on TV every 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 five minutes, people don't know you exist. And, 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 you know, you don't know how many times in the U.S. I've bumped into people just on the street in the mall or whatever, and they'd be like, you still doing music? Like, I remember you did that me in the biz joint, but uh, that, that's the last thing I remember. And I'm like, dude, I've been doing records 25 years since then. They have no idea. They have no clue that I kept putting out music. So, and crazy records at that. We ain't talking about no no regular heat. We talking about some heat now. Yeah, they they you know a lot of the fans here in the U.S. are so um, brainwashed into the commercial radio sound of music, and so if it doesn't sound like what's on the radio, 
um, in, in their minds, it doesn't, it's not, it's not worth listening to. And that is what that is. I'm just fortunate that there's hip hop fans all over the world and not just the U.S. But you know what, though, Ace? I think that the way things are now with the underground, the indies, I think we're coming strong and um, we're making a lot of noise. And I think that right now, if, if you were to do anything, this will be the time because I think that the spotlight is on on the underground right now. Well, like I said, I haven't stopped. I, I've continued to drop, you know, music, yes. whether it's solos or, or group projects. The music has continued to to come out. So you've all you you've always repped that man, always repped that sound, and yeah. and you and you're not scared to try new things. Incorporate I try new things. I don't go too. I don't go too left. You know, I got it. it got to still sound good to me. Like I won't do something. Just because it sounds weird, but I'm not really into it. Like whatever it is that I do, I like for it to, I like it be, I like it to be something that I could say, yo, I, I like this. I, I would listen to this. So I, I do try to, I, I, I do tr- make my attempts to be different, but not so different that people don't know what the hell's going on. And when I say different, I mean um, Master Ace Incorporated, right? That was like a whole nother, you know, because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm living on the same block as. Uh, Triple five soul, two black guys, right? On Lolo oh, Street. Yeah. Triple five. I was over there yeah. all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm I'm from that area. So when I heard you go West Coast with it, I was like, wow, that's different. Ace over some West Coast stuff. So now, you you were never just so, we, just so we can be just so we're clear. I know you're probably referring to Born the Road, like the re, the Jeep Ass Nigga remix, right? And so it's interesting that people when they heard that song and I think a lot of it had to do with the video because I shot the video in LA at the super show. Okay. At the, at the, at the, at the Coliseum. And so, you know, the soup, the big car show. And so a lot of the images in the video were evoking West coast, you know, culture. Yeah. There was low, there was low riders. There was cars on sw- hitting switches, a lot of blonde girls and all of that. And so, <laughs> you know, but, the the music itself the 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 backdrop to that music that I was rapping to the Born to Roll music is a record called Knowledge Me that was on Def Jam that was that that was a record that came out in New York back in the eighties it was it was on Def Jam the group was called Original Concept the song was called Knowledge Me and um, it just so happened that that sound that we were that we were kind of doing in the eighties was still popping in other markets, the West Coast, the Midwest, the South, they still were into the 808s and the 909s and just the heavy, heavy, you know, bass. You know, it wasn't necessarily about super sample heavy, you know, James Brown kind of stuff. That stuff didn't really make it out to the West like that. But, um, you know, the video, I think, had a lot to do with it. And then right, and then I followed that up with, with the INC Ride video, which was right on Hollywood, Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard, which solidified even more in people's minds that this was a West Coast movement. And I was signed to, you know, Delicious Vinyl right there in Sunset Boulevard. So um, it made sense, you know, to, to kind of rock where the label was at because that was a new market for me. It was, people didn't know who I was before Born and Roll in LA like that. Like, I ain't not, not to a person, but a lot of people didn't know about the symphony or any of that stuff. 
Okay. So it was like a fresh start for me in, in a lot of ways. Nice. So when you when you came on, was the symphony like the first like you know you know the 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 hard hit that came for you being involved with in such a track with all those heavy hitters on there? How did it feel? Yeah. I know you was young at that time, man. So how did I, it I, I, I was young, but I was older than everybody else on the song. How That's about that? Part. Yeah, I, I'm I'm older than Kane, Craig, and G Rap. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's yeah. the voice, man. The voice kind of like, because your yeah. voice never changed. And the look never changed. Every time I see I, you, feel you, I'm like, yo, Ace don't get old, man. <laughs> I, you can see the grays. Yeah, very, we got the grays, but it's all good, man. <laughs> I see some pictures from me 10 years ago, 12 years ago, and I see my, my skin looks so smooth, like, I was like, man, like, <laughs> I see it. Like, may, maybe yeah, the average yeah, person you, doesn't. Because yeah, it's you. Yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely see it. You're gonna recognize, definitely, man. And you, and and the one thing I liked about you, one of the one of the things that always come out to me is your style. The style of dressing, the style of flowing, your character. It's like a humbling, you know, experience when you when we watch you. As, as you know, that's how I look at you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when you have those, those attributes in life, you could be around forever. You're not going nowhere. People always that's, gonna want you around. That's a product of, you know, the raising of my, my mother and grandmother, the two of them, you know, they instilled the right kind of values in me. And I'm fortunate to have two women like that to make sure that I wasn't, I didn't grow up as a, as a, as a young asshole. Um, I had love in my life. You know, I got hugs. I got, you know, kisses on the cheek and, you know, your grandmother get in your neck and you nah. be giggling and like, stop. <laughs> That's like, right. Everybody in my hood didn't get that. Nah. And you could tell cause they walked around angry. They walked around wanting to just fight anybody for anything. And, and so that's what made, that's probably why, I seem different to a lot of people because I come from the environment where you would think I would grow up super angry. Um, but I had love, man. And, and, and that's what all our young, young, young people need is, is parents that, that, that care about them, that love them, whether it's mom and dad or mom and grandma, or auntie and uncle, whatever it is, they all need love. And we both come from the Ville, man. You from Brownsville? Yeah. And like you said, man, you know, with love and, 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 and all that, you know what I mean? No, it, it don't matter where you live at. As yeah. long as you have that in your life, you're good to go, man. I, I, I used to live on New Lots Avenue, 230 Lot Avenue, one of the worst projects in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I came out pretty good, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all about right. how they treat you and, you know, raise you and do all that good stuff. So that's amazing, man, because we all see it, you know that's what I right. mean? My mom's like, you representing me when you out there. And I'm like, yeah, I know. So, you know, every time I'm about to do something, I'm like, all right, mom's got me. You know what I mean? That's right. So, yeah, man. So what's up next for you? I know you said that you're going to do the, uh, you know, the the upcoming, you know, release. And then you got the musical. The new record with Marco Polo. Yes. Um, And the TV series um, that I'm, I'm working on. That's that's pretty far down the road, you know, I think. 
because I don't know that game. It's gonna take me a while to to kind of learn that game. You know, script writing. Script writing is something that I always did when I did my albums, but not to this level, not to this where you're actually having to develop characters and storylines. And, you know, you watch enough, I, I feel like I watch enough shows on TV and I and I say to myself, like, this is mad unrealistic. Like, who wrote this? Like, this is not good. I could I could do something way better than this. And so you know, you just reach a point where like, well, you know, stop talking and 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 and, and do, do it then. It. And so that's pretty much what how that came about. But those are the real things that are next, man. And 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 hopefully, you know, get back get back to touring. You know, um I, I miss yeah. I'm missing the road because that's that's probably the, the the lion's share of my income on a on a yearly basis is 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 touring, it's being on the road. And so I look forward to to getting back to that real soon. Yeah. And I think that with the merch, a lot of people are gravitating to the merch because they can't go to these tours. They can't yeah. know, reach out. You know what I mean? So that's what I did. Way, I yeah, that's up, what you did. I, ran, I, saw that. I, I ramped up my um my, my merch game, masterace.com, the website. I added a few new items. Uh, most recently, the, uh, the Symphony hoodie. Uh, people seen it. I, I, I put that. it up on my social media. I saw that. The, the 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 super dope illustration illustration of of the, the four MCs on the symphony, and I got those hoodies. I did we did t-shirts a, a few years back, but I never did a hoodie. So yeah, decided decided to do a hoodie this time. And um, there's a bunch of other stuff. My I got the my my logo. I got logo shirts, logo hoodies. I got the old the throwback logo. I call it the classic logo from Mass Ace Incorporated days. Um, hats. Then I got all the vinyl, vinyl, CDs. It's all there, man. Like, yeah, check out the website. On. Yeah, I got to get on something. and grab some vinyls. Please, please support, man. Definitely, man. Yeah. So uh, what is it again? M-A? It's masterace.com. Masterace.com, y'all. Masterace. M-A-S-T-A-A-C-E. M-A-S-T-A-A-C-E.com. Definitely, definitely. And I see that you're eating. Uh, I, be, I, I check you on Instagram, man. You be putting up some nice plates up there. So yeah, so went straight up vegan now or no more meat? Yeah, yeah. I started I started plant based um a little over a year ago. Um December of 2019 is when I when I ate my last piece of fish. <laughs> really? So I, so I went the whole twenty the whole 2020 um only just straight 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 up plant based. I, I was already not eating dairy and eggs anyway so really fish was just the last step yeah and so since that time that's 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 what i've been on and you know i feel good um i still eat good like that that's why i put those pictures up because i have friends that say like oh man i feel sorry for you and i'm like don't feel sorry for me i eat good over here you eat good over here yeah i eat well brother my plates are nice so it's just you know for somebody out there that's following me that maybe is thinking about or contemplating trying it out um, just to give them some ideas on what they could make or what they could eat and um, how they could function in this, in this lifestyle. But that's what it is. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, people don't know. That's yeah. what it is. They just they don't assume know. you just eat yeah. salad all day. Salad and, and spinach and all that. <laughs> they, right. They, they, they don't know that stuff fills you up, man. And you feel yeah. good. You feel good afterwards. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You, know? you never feel full and bloated and like you want to lay down in the bed right after the meal. All that stuff is, is you know, that, that's the kind of stuff that I noticed when I was eating uh, meat and chicken and, and stuff like that, animal products. Yeah. I usually eat like that when I fast. When we okay. fast for Ramadan, I usually eat like that because I actually I have to eat like yeah. I have to eat like that, you know what I mean? Because right. if not, man, your whole day will be jacked up. You can't get you can't wake up and eat a piece of steak at you know three something in the morning. That's not yeah, that don't work. You know what I mean? So I do like the peaches, I do peanut butter, I do a bowl of beans. Um, you know, maybe if, if it's on a quick thing, I, I might do a uh peanut butter and jelly real quick on some wheat toast, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stuff like that. But it lasts the whole day, man, and you just you know. At night, you know what I mean? Just hook yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. So yeah, man. I'm 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 looking forward to everything you got going on. And uh, you know, that de- that de- definitely, man. This this is crazy. I got like a legend in front of me right now, y'all. <laughs> but let me plug this in real quick. All right. It's time for a quick break to plug our sponsor, Oxen Halal Chinese Food International, your go-to source for all things halal hip-hop and art. Go to www.artimitatingox.com. Trust me, it's an experience. I wear the gear and it feels good rocking it. So make sure y'all go check that out. So yeah, Ace, man, I appreciate you, my brother. You're a legend. You're the man. And um, when are you going to put out a beat tape, man? I, don't, I mean, I haven't done a beat in I don't know how long. I noticed that. Yeah, I haven't done a beat in a while. Last so, um, last production of mine that anybody heard was probably on a, on a long, hot summer. There's a song called Revelations on there. Yeah. And I produced that. But as far as producing for myself, that's the last time. I can't even, I don't even know the last time I produced for somebody else. It's been a while, man. So let me ask you, you feel like you you just you feel like you you wanted to um you know have the time for writing? That's why you did that? No, nah, the reason I stopped producing, the real reason is because um my wife got pregnant. And um when it was just me and her before we had before we had a child the the second bedroom was the, was the pre-production studio that was the room where i'd made all my beats i had all my equipment set up the keyboard the mpc the not s950 everything was set up and i'll be in there all the records was lined up and as soon as she got pregnant it became clear that that second bedroom has to become the baby's room i, I put all my equipment in boxes and i basically just shifted my my mindset from, you know, trying to continue to focus on music. I just started focusing on being a husband and being a father more than anything else. And so from the day that I, we broke that room down, this was when I was still living in Brooklyn. From the day that we broke, broke that room down and I put all my equipment into the boxes, it stayed in that, it stayed in those boxes ever since. Wow. Yeah. Just other things took, you know, took priority. That that's just how yeah. life is sometimes. It's life, know? man. Yeah. I'm over here saying wow, but I kind of did the same thing. Yeah. I got NPCs, I got everything in boxes. 
life happens and sometimes and you know there's certain things that you feel driven to go back to and you know that was one of the things that i i didn't feel driven to go back to it there was enough dope production around me uh enough talented dudes out there that i was like plus i don't even feel like i really i don't rhyme the best to my own beats anyway like i i never it's, it's almost like your own cooking you know if you're cooking all day and you're smelling what you're cooking the whole time, like you don't even have an appetite for it after the meal is done. That's true. <laughs> and it's kind of like that with the beat. I'm sitting there making it and fixing this and changing this. Some cats can do it. Some I, re I respect those dudes that can rhyme over their own stuff. I struggle to rhyme over my own stuff. Um, and so that's why I just felt like I rhyme better over other people's stuff. So that's another reason why I didn't really go back to it. Yeah, I think I like I like receiving those batches, man. It's something about yeah going through the music and like I, I grab this one, I grab that one. So that's beautiful, man. That's that's what's up, man. Yeah. All right. So that's so now you just answered that question for me. So I won't look forward to that. <laughs> Definitely, brother. Well, we wanted to bring you on to praise you, man, to to tell you how much we appreciate you. And honestly, man, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you so much because your music put me through so much in life, man. And thank I, you. I will never forget that, man. Thank All you. Right? It's, it's, it's brothers like you that make it, you know, worthwhile to be putting records out. And that's why I, I kept doing it. It's for people who really follow and, have, and, and, and get impacted by the music. Definitely, man. So what you got to tell to your fans, man? Go to the website, masterace.com and Pick up a T-shirt, pick up a hat, pick up a hoodie, pick up a CD, a piece of vinyl. Um, just, you know, support, support this underground movement, um, especially right now with no shows. So every little bit, every little bit helps. I appreciate it. Definitely, man. Definitely. I'll be going in myself to grab a few vinyls. For yeah, man. So, yo, this is Let's Chop It Up with Zaz, and this is Master Ace. Peace, y'all. Peace.